Good morning, everybody. Come on in and grab a seat if you would. Wow. Your normal seats may be taken. <laughs> what an amazing morning. Isn't this exciting? Well, as you make your way to a seat, I'm going to begin. Uh, this is a regular morning worship service. I should start by saying welcome. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. New home. Thank you for coming to Pine Grove. Uh, this is our first service in our new home. Welcome home, everybody. Welcome home. We are going to begin our service with a service of dedication for our building. Uh, and we'll have communion. It'll be a bit longer of a service. If you need the nursery, it's right outside the walls here. Bathrooms are beside these entrance, and you walked in. I'm going to begin with a reading of Psalm 24, which is a calling on the building to open up its doors for the King of glory. The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to falsehood and has not sworn deceitfully. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of those who seek him, who seek his face, even Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? He is the Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we ask now for your blessing on us, your people. You are the Lord of hosts. You are the King of glory. This is a battle. It is a battle for your glory and the souls of those uh, who have heaven and hell before them. And so, God, may your blessing be on your people. In Jesus uh, Christ's name, amen. Well, to our guests, very honored to have you with us at our inaugural service here. Thank you for taking time to be a part of our joy, to enjoy this with us. We have lots of information for you in our service. Uh, check and usher for that. We begin this Sabbath worship with a dedication for our service. If I could have the elders and the transition team come forward, that'd be great. For the next 15 minutes or so, we have some specific aspects intended to praise the Lord, to seek his blessing, to thank the many whom God has used to build this place. There will be a part that includes all of your participation, a responsive reading. We'll have the elders over here and transition team over here. And all of the uh, words that you'll be saying will be on the screens behind me. And so please take uh, part of that. And then we'll conclude this dedication service with a recitation of the Apostles' Creed. And again, all the words will be on the screen. All right. I was asked to talk just a little bit about the design aspects that we as a team um, have decided on with this space. So uh, first and foremost, our goal was to bring honor and glory and have the focus be on God. Um, this building is not inherently 
sacred or righteous or sanctified, but God is. And so we really tried to keep that in mind with everything that we did. Um, as far as the actual design, obviously this is a pre-existing building, and there was a lot of design elements that we uh, <coughs> had to work with in this room, but at the same time, we really wanted to make it feel not like we were going over to a neighbor's house, but like we were coming home. We wanted this to be our space, and I think we really did um, a great job with that, so. Yeah. <clears throat> And the other thing we tried to do as much as possible is plan for the future and think about not just what we need right now, but also what we need in the future. So the size of the nursery, the layout of the sanctuary, the possibility of building a larger foyer or entryway down the road maybe, those are all things that we, uh, we did with the, the next generation in mind because we know that we're going to be using this building for, for many decades. So. Um, I also want to say how thankful to work to be that I was asked to be a part of this team. It has been absolutely amazing to work along with not only the people up on stage here, but also all of you. And I really treasure and cherish the relationships that I have gotten to make along the way. And during this process, <coughs> there has not been a single major conflict between anyone on this team. And I can pretty safely say that is not our doing. <laughs> that, that was God working through us. And it was absolutely amazing to see what this team could do when this group of individuals comes together and um, puts their talents to work for the glory of God. Um, and the last thing that I wanted to do was just publicly thank my wife. Um, To say that she has been supportive and understanding throughout this would be a massive understatement. So I just wanted to say thank you for being the glue that has held our family together and has helped me allow, uh, allow me to do what I have done here. So thank you so much. If you feel the, the desire to thank me at some point during the day, I, just, I request that you thank her instead because she, she has made it all possible. So. My name is James. I was uh, appointed to uh, take care of the uh, lion's share of the construction aspects up here. And um, what I want to talk about is basically just two things, what you see and what you don't see. Um, basically, what we did here is the stage that we're standing on. You see the two wooden walls back here that uh, were constructed. There were two doors back here. They're now over there. You see the carpet. You see the paint. You see all the decorations. You see the sound booth, and the lighting and the um, and the audio, and you know went into it. But what you um, and the, obviously the nursery, the things that went into it. But what you can't see are people meeting. Um, creating new relationships, commitment beyond what you thought you could or would be able to, to do, whether in money or time. Um, I'd like to turn this a little interactive right now. Um, so I don't want to shame anyone here who hasn't helped, but if you could stand, if you helped in any 
capacity, whether it was with labor, um, for decorating, cleaning, swinging a hammer, uh, putting the carpet in. Please, please stand up. If you help with food, I think we'll, we'll, we'll all be amazed. I, uh, I, I find it, I found it hard this morning to pick out people in groups who haven't helped. And honestly, when I, when I started this project, I was here for a couple of Saturdays by myself. I was honestly a little discouraged at the lack of volunteers, and I thought, oh boy, we're going to have a problem. And as the project progressed, I realized that most of our congregation has pitched in and helped. And um, the, uh, the hard work that you can see has obviously paid off. And um, thank you to the team and the elders for their direction and um, the way this whole thing has, has come together. So give yourselves a hand. Also, before I hand over the keys, I just wanted to take a moment to publicly thank Terry. Um, and I know I speak on behalf of the entire team to say we would not have been able to accomplish what we did without your godly guidance and leadership. So thank you. <laughs> Having completed construction of this building for Pine Grove, I present you these keys so that this building may be used and enjoyed for the glory of God in the building up of his people. I'm going to stand up here. For those who don't know the team, James Gillingham, Nate Scolton, Jean Petrick, Melody Bima, Shelley Gillingham, Mary Altenberg, Scott Jacobson. We began working in May right after the church gave us the go-ahead to purchase this building. We began our planning. And we, had, we didn't know where God was going to take us. Uh, and we had a few hiccups along the way. Uh, we weren't able to start the construction process of the stage and, and all of what you see here until after uh, July because there were some uh, uh, asbestos abatement issues that had to take place. So what you see here has been accomplished in several short months from the beginning of August roughly until uh, here we are at the end of November, 1st of December. Nate expressed it very well. We work for an audience of one we do this for God's glory. This is a building God's blessed us with. I look back and we've, 
some of us have talked about the events and the activities in Pine Grove over the last five years. And we look back and, and what's happened? Where's God taken us? How, how do we weather through some of the difficulties that we were that, experiencing? And we did. We had difficulties and we had challenges. But the elders and the leadership of the church, you, uh, our, our faithful brothers and sisters, we never gave up hope. Our hope is in the Lord. And God just led us, and we followed. And today is the result of, I believe, our obedience in following God, following the Lord. And our heart's desire is that we will continuously, as we come to worship in this building, in this space, that we will always want to exalt him and lift him high. Nate and James talked about the volunteers. As you stood, roughly two-thirds of our church body, slightly more than two-thirds, we estimate, participated in the preparation, the construction of this building. As a whole family effort, as I would come through at nights or on the weekends, it was delightful to see families with their young children. Small kids with screwdrivers, putting, putting chairs together, children carrying stuff out to the dumpster, a family affair, and that's what church is. We're a family, and we operated as a family, willingly, without duress. And one of the things that Nate said is, I believe, one of the best gifts that we've gotten from this process, and that is not, not a beautiful room to worship in, but the relationships that were built the friendships that were formed, the uh, ongoing desire to serve one another. That's what God had for us, and that's what we experienced. Now, I, I do want to mention uh, just a few people individually who have spent an enormous amount of time here uh, working to get things done. Behind the scenes, nobody saw a whole lot here except on weekends and periodically in the evenings, but every day back at her desk, she was involved in this process, and that's our church secretary, Terry Hansen. Terry was an unseen warrior who has worked tirelessly to help support us, and we are very grateful for her. And then we have the old wise guys, um, Bill Kingsbury and Mike Holman, uh, who were here just about every day for a couple months, hours on end, working with Scott, putting together a lot of the, the details and following through. Um, their work helped us get in here now at the beginning. Uh, Kurt Westenberger um, repainted. I don't know how many times Kurt was in here painting, uh, but he had to come back in and repaint and touch up, and he kept coming back in. But Kurt, uh, thank you, uh, uh, a dedicated servant. Roy Kelling, um, uh, uh, 
the cross that we have on the uh, wall behind us is uh, Roy Kelling's craftsmanship. And uh, it, it's uh, amazing. And another person that worked to support us behind the scenes, nobody ever saw what she did, was Megan Rossing, who is our, uh, working on our church finance team, kept the money flowing for us when we need it <laughs> so we could uh, get the job done. So it was a full team effort. So on behalf of the elders, we thank you, team. We thank you. And on behalf of the entire uh, Pine Grove Church family, I accept these keys with gratitude for your work and with great thanksgiving. Uh, there's a part of me that wishes the project wasn't over because I'm going to miss, miss working with you and miss the love that we have for one another and what's come from this. We are a grateful family. We are a privileged church. God has blessed us. We have very talented people who are committed to making sure that we all get to worship together. Thank you. Thank you, team. we're going to do now is a responsive reading that includes all of your participation. You'll have a section where basically you're going to say, we dedicate this building, except for the first one is a little bit longer. Again, the words should be on the screen. Dear brothers and sisters, we are gathered here on a special day the Lord has made. We come to worship the Lord and dedicating this building as a home where we pray God would bless us with many souls saved, his great name to be praised and his people to be built up in this most holy faith. We trust the Lord has provided this building and put it into our hearts to do this good work. He has guided us every step along the way and strengthened us for this project. His spirit moved us to bring our gifts of finances and construction and other labor for the glory of God and the blessing of many. We consider this blessing an undeserved and gracious gift of our Heavenly Father to us and to our children and we joyfully desire to dedicate this building for God's holy purposes. Since God has enabled us to finish this work, we do with high gratitude. To the everlasting God, our Father, in whom we live and move and have our being, who alone gives us every good and perfect gift, and who has so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten Son, To Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Lord and Savior, who loved us and gave himself for us in the death on his cross, in our place for our many sins, who rose again and ascended where he lives and reigns until all things are under his feet. To the Holy Spirit, the one who loves us and convicts us of our sins, who regenerates us through, though we were once dead in our sins and transgressions, who leads us daily in repentance and strengthens us in faith, who is our comforter and guide, who prompts us to love God and love others, who gifts us for daily service, and who seals us for the great and coming day of redemption and daily convinces us that we are God's Son. For the worship of God in spirit and in truth, with reverence and awe, for he is a consuming fire, 
for the preaching of the entirety of God's holy and eternal word without being ashamed at one word of it, for the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, apart from which no man will be saved from eternal hell, and for the administration of the holy ordinance of the Lord's Supper and Baptism, for the instruction of God's people, for the admonishment and accountability of husbands and wives and fathers and mothers and singles, for the raising up of the coming generation the holy truths of Scripture and to walk pleasing before the Lord. For the comfort of all those who mourn, to uphold those who are tempted, to encourage all who desire to live a holy life in this world before the face of God as salt and light, to the support of those who want to see justice for the oppressed, especially the unborn, to spur on the work to help those in need, for encouragement to live in this world as God's sanctified people, to bring just, oops, that's so, sorry, to encourage the holy covenant of marriage where two become flesh, one flesh, to encourage and discipline fathers and mothers to raise their children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, and to encourage singles to use their lives for the sake of God's glory. For the prayerful raising up and sending out of those who would take the gospel of those who have yet to hear the name of Jesus Christ. And in grateful remembrance of all who have died in the Lord and whom the Lord has taken to be with him, who have loved us and served us in the Lord and have entered into the Lord's reward and rest and who are now among the cloud of witnesses that we will one day join. And now all of us together. We now, the saints of God at Pine Grove Community Church, dedicate ourselves anew in heart, soul, mind and strength to worship and love God, to hear with eager obedience the word preached, to celebrate the sacraments with simple faith, to love one another in heart and deed, to seek the salvation of those who are all perishing. We dedicate this entire building and property with all that it contains in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Great. Father, thank you for this building. Thank you, Father, for all of the provisions monetarily and talent that has made this possible. Lord, we recognize that you are sovereign, that all things happen according to your will, and that, Father God, uh, I de we dedicate this building to you, that you would be glorified forever and ever in all that takes place within these walls. Father, you are eternal. You are outside of time. You, you completed, you completed, you were complete and self-sufficient. You created what you did not need. You have no wants to satisfy, but you are love, and you wanted to give, and you created everything, and you gave it to us. And when you created it, you saw our need for a Savior, and out of love, you gave us Christ. Love, your love, is why we are here today. We dedicate this building and the sanctuary to you, to the worship of you, to our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May our hearts and voices be lifted up to you in worship today and every time we meet. May you be glorified. God, you have placed us here today to worship you as a united local church. You have blessed us with this new home by your power 
through the resources and efforts of many of your people who gathered, who together have shared thoughts, resources, time, efforts, gifts, and prayers in order to follow you, follow you to this day and beyond. May we continue to grow in unity, that you may, be, you may have us of one mind, one judgment, one heart, and one body in Christ, desiring and pursuing your truth and righteousness. As yours in sin, may we properly act in peace toward each other and those we encounter as we are brothers and sisters in Christ by his precious blood to the praise of your glorious grace. May we not act like the worldly people, devoid of spirit, causing hurt and separation. Let there be no division among us, Lord, except where your truth is challenged, where we must stand firmly on your word with courage, boldness, and perseverance. Father, we pray that this building would be a place where your people are shepherded very well, that they would be cared for, that they would be fed spiritually, that they would be built up in Christ. Pray for our current pastors and elders, as well as those in the future who are to come. ask that you would raise up men of God, that we would be continually growing in our relationship with Christ, well-equipped to shepherd your saints. So may all who fulfill these roles of pastors and elders walk humbly and faithfully with you, God. Would you place uh, your word in our hearts? May this be a place where your word is preached and taught accurately and with the Spirit's power. We pray that this place would be a place where your people are built up during uh, all the ministries, uh, Sunday morning, youth group, Awana, Bible studies, seminars, prayer gatherings, all the ministries that are coming down the road that we may not even see yet, and all the counseling, formal and informal. May all this be biblically based and point people to Jesus Christ. Let it be gospel-centered, glorifying to you. So would you use this place to build people up in faith? May it be a place where disciples are made, and may all of it be to your glory. Father, thank you. Praise you for sending your Son who came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. God, you tell us in your word that the fields are white for the harvest. Would you give us eyes to see that? God, would you raise up and send out many workers, both locally and globally, preaching only this gospel by which alone man might be saved, and that you would be pleased to save many. And so, God, we pray that you would use this building, and your people especially, for the saving of many souls unto eternal life, that we would be faithful to preach the truth of the gospel, not swerving, not being ashamed at any of it, and that you would do alone what you can do, the greatest miracle on earth, which is save a sinner unto you. For you are our Father, and so we ask all of these things in Jesus' most holy and awesome name. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. We are going to now uh, stand, if you would, and recite the Apostles' Creed together. If I could have the musicians, singers come on forward. We did this last Sunday at closing of our old building. We're doing it again here. We're doing it as a way for us to all affirm together, come on up here, brothers, to affirm together that we are utterly committed to God's Word, to sound teaching. And so the elders are going to lead this, after which we will sing. And I don't think, hopefully, you need much encouragement to sing loud. Because uh, God is worthy. So let's, re- let's say together, recite together, the Apostles' Creed will be on the screen for you. <clears throat> I believe in God the Father Almighty, 
creator of heaven and of earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And amen.